And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with me today is Canon Andrew White. He works in Iraq in the Christian ministry and is very familiar, I believe, as to what's happening on the ground. Canon White, it's great to have you with us today. Very good to speak to you as well. You know, I I know so little about what's going on in Iraq, and uh, we learned a little bit last week from another interview, and I know that you're sometimes referred to as the Vicar of Baghdad, and so I'm thinking that you know a lot about that whole area, including Baghdad. Perhaps you can let our listeners know what the situation is on the ground in Iraq. Well, I have indeed been here over 15 years, so if anybody knows Iraq, I do. And the fact is that the situation that we are facing now is the worst situation we have ever faced. I'm based in Baghdad. Most of the Christians originally come from Nineveh, the place where the miserable evangelists went to by submarine some 1,700 years ago, called Jonah. Mm-hmm. And many of the Christians had fled from Baghdad and other places back to their traditional homes in Nineveh. And Nineveh is actually Mosul. And Mosul is the exact place where ISIS, or the Islamic State, moved in and pushed out all those who didn't simplify with their radical Sunni position. And so they were literally moved to the north, to a bill and a hook, without food accommodation, without anything. And our ministry has been concentrating day or night on providing for these people who have nothing. Mm. What kind of duress are these Christians going through as they have been displaced from their homes in Mosul and taken up refuge in Erbil and other places? What, what kind of things are they going through, Canon White? Well, they literally have nothing. If you can imagine leaving your home without any of your possessions, you have no food, no water, you're in a very dry, hot climate. Many of them are sleeping under plastic tents provided by UNESCO. And yet, those who are disabled, for example, have not got their wheelchairs. They have been carried by their family members, and now they're without wheelchairs, the babies have got no cots, and so we're having to provide everything, not just food, but wheelchairs and cots as well. Mm. Now, you are a, um, a minister of the gospel, I believe, in Baghdad. Is that your role? I am. 
okay. the pastor of the largest church in Baghdad. We have a big church. We have a clinic. We have a school, a major food relief program. I was in medical world before going into the church. So I can help oversee the medical work we do as well. Mm -hmm. We have cardiologists, pediatricians, odds and gynae, dentists, everything. If you're ill, we can deal with it. Mm -hmm. So you are reaching out with the love of Jesus Christ to those in need. Absolutely. What we are doing is showing the practical love of Jesus and giving everything to those who have nothing. Mm. And yes, we're taking risks, but that's what we do all the time. We take risks to show the love of Jesus. Mm. What is the church in Baghdad, um, what is their situation right now in light of ISIS advances? Well, the church in Baghdad is facing the same problems to a certain extent. Though Baghdad is now considered the only safe place in Iraq. Mm. And so the people who are in great danger and great risk are our people who fled Baghdad because Baghdad was so dangerous and so risky. And it still is, but all we have is bombs going off all the time. Now what they're facing is incredibly difficult mm. because they are internally displaced people. Yes. They have lost everything. And one of the things which is so hard, all these ministries say they're helping and doing things, and so many of them just turn up to have their picture taken right. in a place of dire need and then leave and depart. That is what our people need. They don't want people coming on camera shots so that they can advertise what they are doing when they are doing nothing. Mm. Christians are nice people, but they're very difficult people. <laughs> and I'm one of them, so I can say that. <laughs> well, what if there's a listener today um, who has, this, this subject has caught their attention, and they want to help? What would you advise them? I would advise them to support our ministry. We are the people on the ground who have been there for years, and we know the people, and they can contribute by contacting our website, www.frrme, Foundation for Relief and Reconciliation in the Middle East, dot org. Okay. Could you say that one more time, please? Yes. It is the website of the Foundation for Relief and Reconciliation in the Middle East. And our web address 
is simply www.frrme.org. Okay, we got that here. So it is a simple address. It's frrme.org. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you for... Uh, Absolutely perfect, and that's a very real way in which people can help. And I promise you that not one cent is wasted. Mm. It's all being used for these people of the kingdom of God. If our listeners take the time to go to that website, I, I just went there, and you'll see some pictures um, scrolling across the screen. And one of the pictures is of of Pastor White sitting there, and he has a a, a vest on because it's just so very dangerous uh, working where he is. Um, Pastor, may I ask you um, what personally uh, what happened in your life such that the Lord called you to work in this very dangerous place? Um, what is it? that happens uh, in your psyche, in your spirit, such that the Lord calls you to work in one of the very dangerous places in this world? Well, it's been a process of the Lord calling me, first calling me out of anesthetics and surgery to go and train for ministry. I went and studied theology in Cambridge I specialized in Judaism and went to study in the Karlin Stolen Yeshiva in Jerusalem and at the Hebrew University. And so that was when my interest in the Middle East started, when I became so involved in Israel. And then one day God called me to head up the Ministry of Reconciliation at the International Center for Reconciliation at Coventry Cathedral in England. And whilst I was in Coventry, I really felt God saying to me, years before I was there full-time, you must go to Iraq. And so I went to Iraq, Mm. and I'm still in Iraq. Well, it's a, it's a work of love, and um, God prepared you uh, both in the medical aspect and then in the theological and the pastoring aspect, and so he's prepared you for this time and place, hasn't he? Absolutely. Now, what about um, the people that are so very troublesome to the Christians, this ISIS um, you said that they were Sunni. Did I get that correct? They are mainly Sunni, Sunni militants, yes. Okay. Can you help us understand what goes through your mind and emotions when you see ISIS um, beheading Christians, shedding blood, and yet at the same time these enemies we're called upon to love in Christ. How do you do that? 
The challenge to love our enemies is very real. And every day I have to pray, Lord, help me to love my enemies. And the reality is he does. So many of the people I see and work with are actually enemies. Mm. And yet we love them. And when we love them, sometimes they change. Mm. These ISIS people, we haven't seen them change. One of the Hamas founders in Israel, he was with me, and I loved him, and he loved him, and he changed. Mm. And he started working with our Israeli leaders, and one day, we were at a meeting in London and at a press conference. People shouted out at him, how can you as a Palestinian love these evil Zionists? And he took the rabbi's hand and he said, brother, Rabbi Melchior is my brother. Mm. And we will walk the road of reconciliation together until we die. <laughs> that is my calling, he said. I'm called to love. Mm. And so God can work in the lives of people who even may seem the opposition. Amen. As our listeners are hearing this interview today, on the phone line with me is Canon Andrew White, and he is sometimes referred to as the Vicar of Baghdad. And he's all too familiar with the persecution in the country of Iraq, uh, the fleeing of Christians most recently from Mosul due to ISIS that's in that country. And Canon White, I'm sure that you have many prayer requests that you would like listeners to remember in addition to visiting your website. I'm concerned about your own physical health. I, I understand you've recently been been sick. How might the listeners pray for you? Well, I've had recently had a few liver problems, but that's not anything to really worry about. I'm in England at the moment getting treatment from the liver specialist here, so I'm fine. What we need for, I often say we need the four Ps. We need to pray for protection. We need to pray for provision so we can provide for the people who've got nothing. We need to pray for perseverance so that we keep going. And finally, we need to pray for peace. Mm. That's all. <laughs> Those four Ps, protection, provision for God's people, perseverance to keep going, and peace. Absolutely. Your message is that of the Prince of Peace, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And as you go into our church, high above the altar, you see the words, Prince of Peace. Peace, <laughs> in a beautiful banner, 
made by the students at Wheaton College, Illinois, mm. where I'm also very involved with. Mm. Well, I'm not sure what else we can talk about, and the phone bill will be high for this interview, so probably we should cut our um, interview a little shorter, and I know that you're a very busy man. Um, what's on What's on your agenda without sharing any confidential information looking forward in the weeks ahead for you, Canon White? Well, the key thing is finding ways to provide for the people who have nothing. Mm. We, we need to get back. I need to get back there next week, and we will start providing. Mm. I'm speaking for myself here, and perhaps it's similar to other Christians in America. We really have no idea how dire the situation is in Iraq. We hear little things. And frankly, some of the news stories I don't know whether to believe or not. And so going to to you, it's it's very helpful uh, for us. And in, in summary, um, Canon White, you've shared with us a, a website. And uh, it's F-R-R-M-E dot O-R-G. That's correct. And on that website, if you're if you're led to to support this ministry, it's a wonderful ministry. It's helping people, and the money is not wasted. There's a way that you can give via PayPal, and uh, that would be a wonderful use of some of your donations. And it's supporting those who are in reality right at the thick of persecution now. Mm. You've described what's happening. Mm. Our people are being massacred and slaughtered. Why? Because they love Jesus. Yes. Yes. Well, Canon White, thank you very much for taking of your precious time and sharing a little bit with our listeners. And we, we just pray God's protection over you and trust that you'll get all the way better. I know you're being treated for some sickness right now in England, and your desire is to get back with your people that you pastor uh, as soon as possible. Amen. Amen. Today we've been talking with Pastor Andrew White of Baghdad, sometimes referred to as the Vicar of Baghdad. He pastors St. George's Anglican Church in Baghdad. And he's also the president of the Foundation for Relief and Reconciliation in the Middle East. And uh, St. George's is really the largest church in Baghdad. And it is in Baghdad's red zone. Uh, The church has been damaged by five bombs in the past three years. And it's our pleasure to, uh, our privilege to talk with you, Pastor White. And uh, thank you for joining us today here on A Plain Answer. It's so good to talk with you. Very good to speak to you as well. And a quick reminder to our listeners that this broadcast is up on our website as a podcast. It is found at RedeemerBroadcasting.org. Also, please join us next week at the same time for another edition of A Plain Answer.
Thank you.